Welcome to Talk That Talk, where we have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, education, and more. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also find us on all social media networks at Real Talk That Talk. And now, let's start the show. Welcome, everybody, to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversation about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. Man, y'all go ahead and smash the like daddy as soon as you come into the room. Go ahead and smash it early so I ain't got to tell you I ain't got to tell you later on to do it, all right? I don't even care if you give me a thumbs down. It's all right, man. It's all good. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passioners Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcasts and networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Podcasts where you can type in Real Talk That Talk. All right. Uh, before I get into this, man, I just want to say the NBA season has started. I'm just going to tell y'all right now, I'm not a super NFL fan, but when that NBA season starts, I am right there front and center. So if y'all see me looking this way, it's because I'm watching the game. All right. But I am listening, but I'm watching the game. I'm just letting y'all know. It's nothing, nothing personal. All right. Uh, so anyway, let me get into this, man. Uh, so it's been some things that that I've been thinking about. It's it's and it's some things that I've been watching that kind of led to this. And like I said, I'll tell you later. Uh, but one of the one of the things that uh, I know that we've kind of teeter tottered on, and I know Quan has spoke heavily about. I know I've spoken about before uh, is really talking about resources uh, as it pertains to band programs, resources as it as it pertains to un, uh urban education, uh, urban band programs, um, low socioeconomic ba- uh, band programs versus the counterparts. And so I wanted to have that conversation today, man. So this is going to be probably, we probably going to go a little deep. We probably going to get a little, 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 uh, I was about to say frisky, but that is not the word that I'm looking for <laughs> at all. Uh, <laughs> but we probably going to really get into this, man. So Let's go ahead and start off from the top and where I want to start from. Here's the first question. Do resources determine the level of success? Do resources determine the level of success? Uh, I, I usually start to my right, but I'm going to start down at the bottom. Miss Portia, you go first. I just don't even understand why you would start with me. Um, no, uh, that's a double-edged sword. I mean, can it limit or hinder success? Yes, but there's sometimes instances where people are holding it together with gum and shoestring and finding ways to make it work. So having more would increase the chances of success and probably make it easier on the staff. Um, But then there are some instances where people are still finding ways to be successful. That's what I mean. I don't know. I mean, because there are some programs you look at them and you say, how in the world are you making it? I mean, it's, I look at Norfolk sometimes and be like, how in the, are we making, <laughs> you know, and that's just real talk. I mean, it's gotten better here in these last two years, but it was some rough years. Um, you know, after the Dr. Sanford, after, you know, um, Mr. Adams, you know, it was some years that I was like, Lord Jesus, 
<laughs> but they and the Sanders eyes were miracle workers, you know. So it, it it just depends. It can determine, you know, the level of resources, but sometimes people find ways to rob Peter and pay Paul and still have, you know, success to the outside. Now internally it could be <laughs> crumbling from the inside, but that's not always projected. But I do think that having resources makes it easier on everybody. All right. Uh, Quan, do resources determine the level of success? Well, that all depends on what's your definition of success. That's no You stole my opener. Shit. My bad. Great people thinking like, my bad. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, it's your, it's your definition of success because um, I've taught in urban settings and getting a student a scholarship to uh, uh, respect the university. Some will say that that's success, which we believe that is. But then some may say, well, UAL sweepstakes is success, and that's another level. Um, some may say having students, uh, affording the students with the opportunity to uh, be able to participate in state ensembles, so forth and so on. That's success. <clears throat> so first of all, you have to define your definition or your standard of success. That's number one. And then two, I do believe that a lack of resources will hinder your glass ceiling. If we're going to be honest. So in the state of Texas, we know for a fact that UIL reigns supreme in regards to marching. Now, not saying that you have to have props, but let's be clear. If props can enhance the show and you have some programs that are paying, you know, $5,000 just for props alone for that one particular thing, that may enhance the show. That's a resource, right? Um, I myself, I'm not afforded the luxury of having private teachers. I know if I had private teachers, that could enhance the band program. So it's just things like that. Um, you know, uh, that can overall like help you as a, as a, as a band director, as a dance coordinator, whatever. Think about some of those dance auxiliary programs that, like I say, uh, only have one outfit and that outfit may be old, you know? Um, so when you look at resources, I believe resources, not just from a fiduciary aspect, but it's also resources of knowledge resources of opportunity as well so when you look at the totality of it a lack of resource can hinder your program but you have to define what's your success because if we're going to be honest and i hate i hate to say this but this is the truth when you look at some of our situations coming out from low social low social schools we look at success as did we build that student up for the everyday real life number one Did we give them an opportunity towards education? And overall, did we ensure that that student walked across that stage? That's success. Because some of the situations and scenarios of us being a state player doesn't matter to some of our kids. It doesn't. Not saying that they don't have the capability, but it just doesn't, you know. So it just just depends, bro. Just depends. All right. Uh, 
Maya? I mean, of course, I agree with what all has been said. I think, I mean, yeah, you just really have to figure out what success means to you, right? So if we kept a kid from staying off the streets or being able to do something productive with themselves, then, yeah, that's successful in and of its own right. But I do think that also with limited resources, things are a lot harder. So just like Portia was saying, it, it can hinder performance or it can hinder success um but again you have to figure out what that is now i do know that i mean of course more resources more whether that's bodies whether that's money of course it can help things become a whole hell of a lot easier it can definitely make recruitment a lot easier if you have the resources to be able to travel to be able to be a part of uh, different things that are just outside of Hempstead, Texas, or what have you, then of course, yeah, that can definitely um, add into the level of success or development that a program sees. Um, but does it actually determine? I think that determination is based on the vision, right, of, of what does this particular person see for their program, or even still just every year was better than the last, or we did something to help somebody achieve something that can be considered successful as well. So I think it's Yes and no, depending on which side of the definition of success we're talking about and what that means for a particular program. And so I like the idea of what you guys, both you and uh, Quan stated, just talking about what defining what success means to you. Right. But then also going back and looking at the question, once you define it, that still begs the question of that level of success, basically. And, 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 so will your resources determine your ceiling, right? So depending on what your resources are, does that determine where your, that success can reach and may, may exceed or may not exceed depending on your resources? Any thoughts on that? I think so. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go on. No, no. So like even um, to, to uh, Professor Young's um, like point, he said that, uh, that nowhere on the judges sheet do you do you have to have props. I agree. But if we're we're, we're just going to be honest and go through the data and we can, that's not a lot of traditional bands that are making superior ratings in the state of Texas, right? Not saying that none hasn't. But those bands had to have a different sense of uh I do agree with them leadership and vision, right? But that's still another sense of resources, though. So, for example, I know Cedar Hill, they made Superior, but they had a staff. And, you know, Prof. Young, correct me if I'm wrong. Some of these schools in the district that I teach in, you'll be lucky if you got a percussion instructor that's on staff. You will be lucky if you have an assistant band director. You will be lucky, real talk, let's, let's speak about resource from a deeper level. You'll be lucky, real talk, if you got band classes. Isn't that a resource, too? You'll be lucky if you uh if you have workable instruments. I mean, it's like we could go real, real deep with this question, but all of that determines your success. Just 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 bottom line. Cause if you don't, I mean, if you don't have two nickels to rub together, how do you expect to maintain a band program or a dance team or whatnot? That's that's impossible, bro. And we're just speaking about finances, but from a a body aspect. That's why a lot of band directors end up getting burned the hell out because it's just them. So it just depends, man. I 
mean, I feel you. I agree with that because my mind went two places, right? So one, yeah, tone, balance, and blend dynamics, it doesn't cost anything. But I remember when my sister worked at Carter, right? I believe it was Carter. It was one of these bands in Dallas. I walked into the band room and the whole side of the baritone, it was like, it looked like a Liberty Bell because the crack was so big. Like it was literally missing a portion. Like I could put my hand and to round out the bell of the damn baritone. But that's all they had. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and, or when I play piano, right? So let's say that we weren't able to, for whatever reason, tune the pianos or what have you, right? So now the sound is off. So now I'm developing my ear, but it's flat. Or, you know, because what I'm utilizing, the resource or the, the thing that I'm utilizing is not properly equipped to be able to help me be successful and me becoming the best person or best pianist that I could possibly have been. Then also a conversation I was having this past weekend. If you don't have a particular coordinator or director or what have you, there was a group that did not have a director. And I didn't know that until I was having an actual conversation after the fact. But when I was looking at it, I said, I was saying, you know, something isn't right here. But now it makes sense because you don't have a proper resource to be able to put in front of this unit or this program to be able to lead them and direct them to, to so that they can fulfill them be their best selves or fulfill the work that they're trying to do for this particular um, dance or, or, or display of artistry, whatever that may be. So I think that, yeah, in, in that sense, yeah, that could level off how great these folks could potentially have access to or how much knowledge they're going to gain because you don't really have anybody to give it to them in the first place. Let's take it a step further, Blue. Resources of mentorship. <laughs> like, everybody on this show, we've blessed each other with some form of knowledge of, you know, of some sort. How about if you don't, if, if that, if you're in the area where, prime example, just, I'm using this for example, what if your entire district is nothing but core style, and then you decide, hey, but I want to do this traditional thing, but nobody wants to help you. I'm not saying that you can't get help, but if you're just in that area, that's a lack of resources too from other band directors to help you. Not saying that, it, again, we're not saying that it can't be done, but there's a certain ceiling that you're going to hit until you get those resources, get those mentors to help you uh, fulfill your vision for what you have for your band program. Resources is basically, again, a resource is basically an avenue or a, a, um, a gateway to gain knowledge, finances, whatever the case may be. So my thing is a lack of resources is just basically like a lack of knowledge and people perish for lack of knowledge. So I just look at it. You're going to hit a ceiling of some sort, in my opinion, with the lack of resources. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Um, we're going to dig a little bit deeper, as Maya and Quan like to say. Uh, so I'm going to move. I'm going to move to the next topic, but the next topic directly relates to this topic so welcome everybody to talk that talk we have the unfiltered unscripted uncomfortable conversation about band hbcu band culture music music education and more smash that like button this is all i'm gonna say 
All right, and subscribe to the Passionist Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcast networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Podcasts where you can type in Real Talk That Talk. All right, so in conjunction with the the question that was just asked, so you all were talking about defining what uh, your level of success or what success looks like to you, right? So let me ask you this question. Have we settled for what is instead of fighting for what should be? Have we settled for what is instead of fighting for what should be? Uh, who did I start with last time? I think it was Porsche. Porsche. All right, Maya. She loves. She think about it. Quan, you? Are, are you? You good? Oh, because you was you was, you was biting your nail. I was like, oh, she she heavy in thought. I'm in deep thought. Like now, <laughs> what you mean by this here? <laughs> I'm thoroughly confused. I mean, I get you. But also, I'm very, like, you know, far-fetched from the situation because I'm not hands-on or present. So I feel like I'm not really sure where I want to go with this answer. Quan, you got it if you got some. All right, Quan. Oh, uh, could you elaborate a little more for what is? So, basically, this is what I'm saying, right? Uh, and this is just an example. This is not directly what I'm talking about. You all can kind of use this example and go go where you want to, right? So we talk about Texas standards, UIL, blah, 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 blah. And then you said, Quan, my, my idea of success is just getting the kids in and being able to, to make sure that they walk across that stage. Whereas the state of Texas UIL says – if they're, they're in this band program, there's a certain level of things that they are supposed to be able to do mm. per the teeks, right? Mm. That's what should be. But we look at what is and we settle for that because that's all we have in front of us, blah, blah, blah. You see what I'm saying? Does that make more sense? Yeah. So have we settled for what is instead of fighting for what should be? I don't, I don't, so, so as an individual, I fight for both. I fight for, I fight for what should be while still understanding the reality and area that I teach at, you know, in, in particular, because here's the bottom line truth. If my student or my parent has to make a decision between band dues and feminine products, what you think they're going to choose? You feel what I'm saying? Like, if they have to make a decision between buying a band shirt or feeding their siblings at night, who do you think they're going to choose? Now, because here's the grave thing about life. You have a perception, and you have your reality, and we have ours. As band directors that teach in, we just going to put it out there, in the hood or low social or urban areas, there's a certain reality that we deal with on a daily basis that we're trying to educate and transmogrify these students to let them know that the world is bigger than just this area and neighborhood. However, a person in an affluent area will never relate nor understand what people in the hood go through. So while they're looking at it as, well, why they don't know this or why they don't know that, some of that is they like the environment is not conducive to some of those things. 
you have some schools that have a turnover rate every year of a band director. And if you think I'm lying, do this if you want. In the state of Texas, that's that's something called SBAC that you can look up a person's certificate, whatever. It's a whole bunch of internship certificates that they give out to these urban schools to teach band or teach music. You're not about to see that in the fluent neighborhood because they understand the importance of continuity and consistency. That's not sort of the same in all urban settings. Some of them, they just want a filler. But to stay on, stay on topic, I particularly, I fight for what's right. I want them to go to state as well as being cognizant of their financial situation. I want them to have a, uh, to, to uh, participate in all city band, all region. I want my band to, to transition to all areas, so forth and so on, according to the state, because you got to let our, our kids know it doesn't matter the environment. We want you to get better. But some of those, some of some things does hinder us. A lack of resources at times can hinder you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a difference if you have a person on your team or you have a staff and then that person's the drill writer and then that person's the arranger. And then as a head band director, I can facilitate all of these things to make sure we have a successful program. But then it's a difference when it's just you. When you got to write the drill, you have to arrange the music if you need to, as well as they, they give you a class load of music appreciation courses. You don't have a feeder program. That's your reality but you still can fight for what is right. So. Okay. Uh, Portion. I think my still thinking. I don't know that we've settled. Maybe we have. Um, I think more of the thought process is if they give us something, we're happy. Um, Maybe it is settling. I'm going to go ahead and play that card. Maybe it is settling. Um, This is a tough one. At what level, Portia? I'm going to just kind of add to your question. Wait, what level do you feel like we've settled? At the collegiate level? Because I know you're on that level. Or do you feel like the secondary level we've settled? More so. Both. Yeah, I, I was going to say, and, and maybe 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 I'm putting too much in the Porsche, Porsche's thought process now. But I think Porsche's going from both levels. But I also think Porsche may be talking about culturally, too. Yeah. Yeah. See, I I figured I figured that that's that's where <laughs> yeah, we we just kind of like I think, and I'm I'm saying this now that I'm thinking through it. Even my statement earlier, you know, um, it was some years I felt like they were working miracles. Hell, we still working the miracles. If you think, I, that's why when I look at you know what we bring to the university, we're not getting our just due, but we don't want to say that. You know, we don't want to... The football team didn't win, but the band shows up and does what they're supposed to do on a normal basis. But what do we get from that? We 
went out there with Norfolk State across our chest and performed for Missy Elliott for the free. But it's notoriety. Notoriety is not taking us on trips. Notoriety is not providing us with the resources that we need to do the things that we need to do. So I think we are settling. And I think part of that now is, oh, if it gets us likes, that's helpful. If it brings us views, that's helpful. But I ain't doing nothing for the bank account. So I, in a way, now that I think about it, we, we are settling for what we're getting because what we're getting is better than what we had. But is it what we're just due? Is it what we need to actually do this at the top level? No. And I, that's on the collegiate level as well as the secondary level. I saw how proud those kids were to have on those band shirts and do all of that. But imagine how it would be if somebody took the time in it to invest a little bit more in them. How would that elevate them? How would that allow them to see that this is giving me more of an opportunity and I should keep going even when this is hard? So I think we are settling. And because we've, but part of that is, is because we've found ways to make it work. People aren't willing as, as willing to listen to us. People tend to not really want to hear nothing until it's falling apart. But should, we shouldn't have to finagle stuff. But you still want us to show up and per- participate and put on a show like we have what we need when we don't. We are settling. I'll go ahead, Corner. Now I'm about to say, damn, like, how can you? Damn. That, that, that needs some, like, solemn music right now. Right? Everybody, like, damn. Uh, I, I started laughing because I, I we still haven't heard from Maya. And then Maya, as soon as she turned her mic on, how do you expect me to follow that? Precisely. <laughs> Exacto mundo. What you think I'm, what am I supposed to say? The mic has already been dropped. Lord Jesus, y'all keep trying to play me. What no, I tried to put you first. You passed the buck, so you can't be upset. You right. <laughs> yeah, see, that was that was on you. That was on you. Uh, no, I, 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 you know, and I don't want to take this thing like so far left, you know, but it's unfortunate that sometimes I be wanting to because I feel like as a culture, we be settling too. Like we settle for the things that people give us is like, I'm sorry, I, I got to go off the beaten path for a second and, and, and get off band for like three seconds because as Portia was talking and as she was saying these things, it just reminds me of, reminded me of a conversation in which I've had with my wife, which is like, I just remember a time when I was younger, when the FCC would like, you know, filter certain things, but like now it's just not filtered anymore. And if you listen to the pop and rock station, certain things are not being played on that station that are being played for our people. And we settle for it because we think it's okay. We don't fight for saying, hey, our kids 
shouldn't be privy to that. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that is, and that well, bring. I'm gonna tell you this. Oh, go like, ahead. In the, in the words, of one of my aunts, the world going to hell in a handbasket because I have the habit of TV is kind of my thing. I don't get a lot of it during the fall. And since I've been in school, I really don't get a lot. But I like a lot of crime shows and stuff like that. And one of the shows that I like is, um, what's the name of it? Uh, Seal Team. That's one of the shows that I like. And the last couple of episodes, I noticed that they just be cussing. Like, F-words, all this stuff. And I'm like, this regular TV. Like, regular, not cable straight up regular TV. So we should be saying, hey, our kids shouldn't be listening to this. Hey, our station should be censored just like those. But when the regular TV is dropping F-bombs, it's a different world. Because, I, I mean, I remember that's type of stuff that you had to go find special cable channels to hear them kind of words when I was young. Now, I know that was some years ago, but I just see on CBS, they just F-bombs. And this is multiple episodes. So now I'm finally like, well, what in the world's going on here? And now I know I'm getting old because when it happened, I was like, well, Lord, what was, what was going on? Again, this week. We Clutch just, my pearls. Right, we're just going to keep dropping the F-bombs? Oh, okay, I'm that's regular TV. I don't even know what to say. Like, I, I just, but I, I feel you, Luke. But we, we allow that kind of stuff. We're not pushing back on that kind of stuff. I could go so much further with this because you see all kinds of stuff on TV now. But see that, but that's not it too free for me. Go back to being censored. I want to pick and choose what I see in the F-bombs. I use the F-bomb. I just don't know that I want to be sitting there watching TV on CBS and bam. I mean, but, and, and like I said, I know we going off the beaten path, but I mean, if that's all, I, you know, I got three kids, so there's there's certain things that my kids just won't listen to. We don't watch, we don't do any of that. But it's frustrating because you know, in my house, every night we got what's called family night, and and I and I'm always trying to find something new to watch. Dang, there every new new thing with these with the with that's supposed to be geared to kids got some curse word somewhere in it, you know, oh, some hell. Inappropriate. Yeah. Inappropriate. Who picked this? Who wrote this for a child? It's a lie. I'm telling you, I, some of that stuff, I'd be like, why are they even dealing with these situations? Yeah, so, yeah. oh, Quan, Quan was talking on mute. My bad, let, let, we just got to go there. Or they have cartoons, and now for the politically correctness of inclusion, they making cartoons, like, giving them, like, pronouns and, and 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 orientations. What if like, I don't want to explain that to my three year old yet? Why? Because I, I, I believe it. I believe now, and I may be wrong. It was like Peppa Pig is like they adding something to that, and it's like like they they're cartoon characters, bro. Like it's crazy. I mean, when I grew up, it was a face on Nick Jr., okay? I don't know what the hell it was. Hi it was there. Face. face here. Yeah, right. I know what you're talking about. We like face. We didn't know a face was a man, woman, boy, girl, unicorn. It was a face. And, and frankly, what are thinking about it? Right. We, and we, and to this day, we still don't know what blue is. 
I think Blue is a girl, and I don't even watch Blue's Clues. But I'm just saying, but if Blue a girl, who the pink one? Magenta, she she a girl. So I'm saying, like, 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 we ain't know. No, we never thought about this stuff, and I feel like now it's just being forced. You gonna think about this as soon as you can think. So this is stupid. So I know we done went way off topic. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm address one thing, and I'm gonna try to slide it back where we where we was where we was at. But I I, I absolutely have to agree, but disagree with you, brother uh, Dotson, on this comment. And I had this I had this conversation with someone not too long ago. The reality of the situation is: is there a possibility of us watching that? Yeah, there is a possibility. But here's the here's the universal difference: we had to go and find it. We it wasn't it wasn't just blatantly there in our face um, like people people like to talk about and I and hey I was a watcher of this when I was in high school now okay B E T uncut but you had to stay up for that like you stay stay not up not not no twelve not no one o'clock you you got to be up like three four in the morning so and you had to sneak exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, even if even if we're talking about the music that we listen to, a lot of it was censored. Some of them uh, you had to think about. They had to make a completely different version for the radio. And then you had to go and buy the CD to actually hear the real words that was on it. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that it's still we're we're now at a point of truly settling even when we well i'm not going to put that in there cuz i want I, you know that's everybody else's opinion but that goes back into the question of are we settling are we settling in our band rooms are we settling at the university level are we settling you know uh uh in 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 urban education for just having enough you know we got it you know so that that's but and then the question is should we be fighting for what should be absolutely because yeah. just like I felt like these uh, schools making billions every football season of these college players and they going back to their room and eating ramen, they should get paid. I'm sorry, for a school like Norfolk State, the Spartan Legion is the beacon, okay? And we should not be scrounging for scraps, and we are not the only program that is dealing with that. We should be fighting. We should be advocating. But I can say that because I don't work for them for real. I do, but I don't. Anthem pay my mortgage. You know, it it, it can be a little different when they control your paycheck. I guess you got to be politically correct. I do not. She's staying on that, too. It's like, say y'all, y'all no, because I mean, if we being real, I mean, I do what I do because I love it, not because it's, it's paying anything around here. So y'all, y'all remember after? That's uh, why Crystal uncut, say Porsche for president. Y'all, remember, y'all remember after uh, uncut? You had that dude that go after every time because you didn't watch all that. Uh, you didn't watch all that scene. Um, what was the that comedy? Um, what was the comedy one? They be cussing all the time. That was funny as hell to me. Uh, I had to sneak, and if and my parents heard it in there, my TV was gone for a week, baby. I had to sneak. You only got to work hard now. You just be looking at TV at seven o'clock. An F box. 
You have to have a little channel 98. Listen. And you have to have 98 and 99. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, that's another thing. You was growing up, used to be the high channels. Right. You had to go start beep, 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 because you know you couldn't do it by God. Then they got smart. I think when I was in like 10th grade, they started putting parental controls on the cable. Yeah. You had to work hard. You had you had to work for it. You know, I I got a problem. I got a problem now because my child then told me that one of her one of her friends, and she in fifth grade now, one of her friends invited to her invited her to a birthday party that was uh, Stranger Things themed. I'm like, oh, child, Stranger Things, who child? I believe you ten, baby. I plead the blood of Jesus. Okay. So, hey. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Justin said channel 52. 52. No, 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 no. I'm telling you. Hey, hey, That's why hey, we remember. Hey, look at here. Look at here. The people trying to watch them, them channels with the screen going bad. Trying to sneak through. The green, the green. The green screen. <laughs> and it went off. At, it went, you know, so most of the channels would go off. Y'all remember that? Oh, I'm too old. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. No, I remember. Time, the channels, it would come to the snow screen. Star Spangled Banner be coming on. Uh, all night long, but I'm gonna tell y'all a true story. One day, my mama had came home early. We had a half a day, and drop down and had get your ego on. Had came out, and my friend had got the CD with the real word. So we had pulled up the video that was censored, by the way. And we was playing the and we was in that den going for broke. That's when I had good knees. For the Spartan Legion, when I had good knees, and we was drop down, we was dropping and popping, and my friend stood up. I was like, "Girl, what's wrong with you?" Girl, Wanda was standing in that doorway, honey. Lord have mercy, Jesus. Do God know you got them knees? Oh, that's what you do when I'm not home. Is that what you do when you go to them little parties? Who child? My friend left. She had drugged me in that house. Ooh, it was bad business. We be bringing up bad memories for you on this. Show. Listen, don't you, ooh, Mama? Ooh, I'm gonna I'm call her hey, and talk about that tomorrow. She had snapped there. Hey, Portia, hey P- Portia used to watch that channel, then hit recall on the channel she's supposed <laughs> to, to go watch. back. Oh, you gotta, you gotta have that channel set. You gotta have that channel set. You gotta be ready to go back. As, as soon as you hear that door creak, mm-hmm, yes sir. I'm in there watching Nickelodeon, Nick Jr., and everything else. Door. We was in there, drop down and get your eagle on, girl. Yeah, oof, child. Nah, Lord. I never turned mine up, lad. I used to have mine download. I used to be, have to be after bed because I couldn't. For a long time, my parents wouldn't even let me watch videos. Babe, I'm about to watch some 106 and clock, okay? I'm watching 106 and clock. I used to be standing up in the middle of my room with the TV just so I can hear after though. I need a clear air shot. Having heart palpitations, I might as well have had a heart attack just trying to watch the stuff in the first place. It's just not good. The work, oh the work you had to do versus versus right versus is they get it right in your face right now. And it still wasn't the whole thing. Man, look at here. All right, man. Let's we we move so far. All right, man. Let's keep it going, man. Welcome everybody to talk that talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversation about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. Obviously, this is the and more part, uh, man. Y'all go ahead and smash that like, daddy, man. Let's get these likes up. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passion Is Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcasting networks. Just type in talk that talk, except for on Apple Podcasts where you just type in real. Talk 
that talk. All right. Um, here we go. So, uh, oh, I got two different questions here, and I want to know. <clears throat> Let's talk about the culture for a second. Let's talk about the culture for a second. What does the phrase everybody eats look like in the culture? What does the phrase everybody eats look like in the culture? We talking about band culture? Yeah. Black culture? Both. So I feel you, but I don't think that we undertake that notion, right? Because if everybody was eating, why we spending so much time combating each other and we can't have a conversation about nothing. Your band is bigger than my band. Yo, did it, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you got EQ staff marching on the squad. And, you know, this all types of hilarity. That's my new word. Um, <laughs> Everybody eats. Everybody ain't eating. We is starving. You know what I'm saying? Because if that was the case, then we would have more respect for each other. We would be able to um, kind of get on one accord and help each other out. It wouldn't be no, we wouldn't be having a conversation of what is healthy competition versus what is just outright ignorance. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, whether we're talking about work, whether we're talking about band culture, it's all the same. We're too busy trying to one up everybody as opposed to sticking together and kind of figuring this out as a community and pushing black or black and black associated black adjacent whatever you want to say i'm not sure and pushing that forward as opposed to who's gonna be the top gun maybe i'm thinking about it the wrong way but that's just immediately what i went to that crabs in a bucket that we talked about mentality i i I like the way that that the way you went is the way i was expecting you to go but keep going or or Quan, if you want to go ahead and give your piece, see very good, Maya. See, look at you. You started out right. There you go. You ain't even had to think hard about it. You just went right in. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. cool. Nah, nah. I agree with Maya. Ain't everybody? Everybody's not eating. Everybody's not eating. Everybody is also not trying to share either, because we're definitely grafty for what we have. Um. I do, like I say, I read that book a few months ago, Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome, and a lot of the things that we're still being affected by due to a, Euro, a Eurocentric uh, mindset we're still dealing with today. Um, at the end of the day, everybody is not eating, because if that's the case, we would honestly be willing to come together to make a superpower conference in regards of HBCU so that we all truly could eat, meaning... If you think about it, <clears throat> there's other cultures that literally, uh, it's kind of like I bring a certain amount of money, you bring a certain amount of money, and then once you get to like the top of the pyramid or whatever, we gift you this money, and then we flip it back in, and then we rotate it again so that everybody can overall eat, right? It's not like that for the black community. It's not like that for us at all when it comes to higher ed. It's not like that when it comes to secondary education. It's not It's not like that. Truly, it's dog-eat-dog. It's like, I got it. And then the worst thing about it is when we say, I got it, then we're showing it off in your face to be like, this is what you ain't got. 
which makes it worse. I mean, think about it. We, we're losing uh, rappers in the black community over chains. Like, think about it. We're losing people over chains, bro. We're losing people and, and people are being murdered. Families are being taken away. Like, if you really just look over recent years, they killed Nipsey Hussle in his own neighborhood. And he trying to do what's right by the people. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you start to think about that, how, how can we all eat? That, 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 that's, and I hate to say it like this. We may not know we truly are God's people until he returns. Like, that's because that's just like where we are. And that's just, that's the unfortunate thing. As an educator, you got to also realize, too, a lot of these kids, they don't know that they're really impoverished. They just know, man, I'm trying to survive daily. That's their mindset. So, I mean, what Harriet Tubman said, I mean, I wish I would have freed more slaves if they knew they were slaves. Some of us, real talk, have that same mindset too. And as educated black people, we're trying to give other people the game of how we can eat together. But you got some people that be like, hey, bro, get it how you live. I got mine, you get yours. But that's not gonna make it. That's not gonna make it better. Over the last week, we was all up on Dion talking about he ain't swag. But let's let's be honest. The type of marketing, the type of um, attention that he has brought to the swag, honestly has improved it. The man has been at two years. This is the second campaign, and you telling me they already got a new stadium about to be built. So you telling me that man influence didn't do that? That's, oh, bro. But that's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. He not swag. But what was the swag doing for you before he showed up? Doing the same swag stuff. Hmm. Like, think about it. Prairie, it took Prairie View, what, how many years to get a new stadium? I mean, like, I think everybody deserves that. Like, we still, we still talking about dorm rooms at HBCUs. We're still talking about financial aid issues at uh, HBCUs. Band rooms. Band buildings, music buildings. We're, st- we're still talking about all of those things. How many years later? So how are we all eating? We all, like, put like this. We know from the first comment, we know how to make turn shit into sugar. That's what we know. We know how to make, take uh, pig intestines and make them chitlins, a divine delicatessen in today's society. Now, I don't eat that. I don't eat Neither, it. Never. Not, not anymore. I did. I did. I used to love them too, but now I'm good. Oh, my God. All Back right. in the day, man, I was young. You know, <laughs> hey. It's all right. Nah, anyway, but like, that's just what we know. Honestly, we have a survivor's mentality. So a lot of, a lot of the times when we end up making it, some of us try to go back, but again, a lot of people don't know that they're in that situation until you reveal it to them. And some people they don't want to be revealed to. Some of these university presidents, they don't want to be revealed. But that's why you're going to start to see the rise of these smaller schools. For example, Wilberforce. Like Wilberforce ain't I meant to I meant to mention them earlier, but go ahead. Wilberforce saying in the next few years, if they keep pushing like they're pushing, they're not going to be a school you can play with. We we can mm-hmm. definitely acknowledge them, but do y'all see that Legion influence? I do. Yeah, ninety percent of their staff is Legion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, they they drumline is low key million dollar phone squad esque. 
Well, I don't know I mean, if that's somebody who's MD, but okay. But I mean, but but that style. I mean, but yeah, can I be honest? No, he's, he went to A and T. Him and a him and a dance dance instructor both went to A and T. They fire you though. But just 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 bottom line, you're going to start seeing these smaller schools because the smaller schools are going to be like, well, we need to do whatever we need to do to bring these kids here. So don't be surprised after a while these large conglomerate band programs are going to start trickling down because these smaller schools are going to be offering more money to them because they understand the benefit of a band program. Now, music department aspect, that's something completely and totally different. But band-wise, I'm telling you, you're going to see these smaller schools start to swell up again. So, but we are not eating, bro. Well, Portia, I guess that just leaves you. What I you understand got? the concept. Um, what it looks like is what the oldest Wayne's brother, well, I can't think his name, did for his family. He put everybody on. Keenan and He put everybody on. But to Quan's point, that doesn't work in our culture. Because A, they need to be willing to accept the help. The other part of this, and this is going to be probably an unpopular opinion, is that you can't take yourself down helping other people. I mean, if they're not willing to recognize it as help, if they're not willing to see their circumstances and see you as a resource, what can you do for them? You can't want more for people than they want for themselves. And for your, like your example of Nipsey Hussle, he was trying to put on for the neighborhood, trying to better his life and got killed in front of his own business. So even when you try to do better and stay in your neighborhood, that can backfire on you. So what do you do? Cause then if you leave and don't look back, you're a sellout. But if you leave and you stay, you could get murdered by your own people. Can I be real? I ain't, I'm a move. Me, I'm a move. Exactly. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm, I'm saying? So then you have people who develop the, in the words of Nipsey Hussle, everybody can't go mentality. And then it's, well, he forgot about us. But the question is, if I don't forget about you, are you going to hold me now? Or are you going to try to take me down because I didn't reach the level of success? So we're, we're stuck in this cycle of you either sell out and you forget or you stay here and put yourself in danger or we don't appreciate it. And that's not okay. Like we should be able to lift each other up. We should be able to pull each other along, but everybody's not going to appreciate that. Everybody's not going to want your help. And then there are some people that's going to try to take advantage of that help. Now there are a group of people that are going to see that and take advantage of it. But how do you know? And that's sad. I don't know how we ended up here because we should be able to stand on each other's shoulder to progress as a group. But that's not how we are as a people. And it's sad. I get the concept, but rarely do I see it work for our people. And that's sad. I, I guess, I guess for me, like what's, what's, what's sad about that as well to your point, Portia is it's usually never a person from the outside. It's always it's the always person. Always your own yeah, bro, people. Like, and people. I, ne- I never forget, bro, my cousin uh, from back home, he was going through something, and he posted a, a, a video clip from Birdman, and he says, as you matriculate through this life towards success, he said, you have to know the difference between jealousy and envy. He said, jealousy is people who are outside your circle. 
But envy is the person that's with you every day. Jesus was, I'm sorry, Judas was envious of Jesus and he kissed him. It'd be the people that be close to you that kiss you, that take it on. That's why your circle, when you doing something, your circle got to be so tight to where like, you know him, you got to start picking his brain, his or her brain to be like, hey, bro, are you really for me? Because the truth is, some people, they can't go with you. Nope, Jesus, prayed, Jesus, had his, Jesus had his 12 disciples, but he had three real close ones, but Every now and then, if you read the scriptures, he he walked alone by himself even further, bro. Like my my thing is when it comes to our culture, everybody can't go with us. We should take the ones with us, but it should not be detrimental to your calling that you have on your life. And like that's that's just the reality of it because everybody can't go with you with your calling. But I I want everybody to eat. Let me say this: I want everybody to eat. But I agree. The truth is. Every everybody can't eat with us, and maybe yeah. that's the thing. Maybe, maybe they gonna eat with somebody else. Absolutely. Exactly. Maybe that's the thing. I pray that you eat, bro. But maybe, maybe this my table, and these specific chairs are ordained for certain people that that are gonna make sure that we maintain our table because we have a different type of uh, table manners and table etiquette over here. Maybe that table is for you over there. I just I just look at it like that, bro. So let me say this <clears throat> and then it's going to it's going to um kind of make a lot more sense and then I'm going to ask a question. So where I came up with this um this whole thought process for tonight was the fact that I was watching um well I I went back to our our last episode talking about he ain't swag looking at coach prime cuz and rewatching the episode but then one of the things that I realized is when he got there, the football um, facility was not adequate. Trash. And he 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 put money into it, found money, put the money into it to help build the resources in order for them to be better. But he ain't swag. But now you look at the team and the team's success rate with better resources. And so that is the thing that made me think about bringing this to uh, the show tonight. And I'm going to tie it all the way back into what was said earlier about resources and about everybody eating. And someone brought up, I think it was you, Portia, Band rooms, band halls, right? Listening to Crystal show on last Sunday really brought me to a, a, a really interesting realization. I ain't seen too many uh, music departments that look like Morgan's. And if you've ever been in Morgan's music department, pretty dope to say the least. But I ain't seen too many HBCU music departments. Let me put it that way. That look like that. Now, I'm not I'm also going to, you know, be honest and say I haven't been into every single one. But the ones I have been in don't look like that. And so it makes me think it, it, it brought this bigger thought process, of, you know, and this is where that everybody eats thing comes from. And you all kind of tackled it 
more or less the way that I, I, I hope that you all would tack, uh, tackled it or would tackle it because the truth of the matter is I really don't even think that process or that thought process even really exists. So it much. Sounds, it sounds good. It does. But so much so that, and maybe, maybe I'm reaching and somebody tell me, tell me if I'm reaching. We idolize specifically in the band community. We idolize certain band directors, older band directors, things of that nature. But we also realize that those older band directors gave tips and tricks to each other. They were friends. They communicated with one another, with one, with one another. Um, and I'm and as a whole, for the most part, I don't really see that amongst us now. And I find it interesting. You know, you can get a lot of great pictures of when we play these other schools, these other schools, where there's always great pictures with the band director and then the other band director from that school and everybody's loving each other and everything else. But we don't get too many of those pictures with us. So it just goes back to that everybody eats mentality. Are we allowing, are we open for the idea of everybody eats or are we just against each other at every turn? I got to crank up on them. I got to make them look bad. I got to outdo them. I got to embarrass them. I got to do that. I got to do that. You say, Luke, not to cut you off, but you know one thing that would have been great when, when, what if, not saying that it had to be them, but because of their influence, what if Southern University would have saw when they saw that situation that happened to FAMU, if they would have been like, you know what, we gonna stand with them. Um, then other HBCU bands would have been like, you know what, that's wrong because that happened to us before. And literally be like, you know what y'all, we gonna boycott until that never happens again. What if all HBCU bands was like, you know what, we're not playing playing another football game until we get our adequate music adequate music buildings. What if we stand in, in solidarity and say, you know what, we tired of all of these, you know, performances and we don't see a dollar of it, or uh, our budget can get cut by sixty percent and so forth and so on. So not being ugly, that's another example of everybody ain't eating. It's another example of that, bro. Like, the unfortunate thing is to truly cause change, two things have to happen. Unfortunately, somebody has is going to be the sacrificial lamb, that's number one. And number two, you have to affect change from a financial standpoint to truly bring forth change. That's the only way change happens. The only reason why we could sit in front of the bus now due to that boycott, uh, the bus boycott, was because they were tired of losing money. That was it. If them people still was making money hand over foot, we'll possibly be still either walking or still sitting in the back of the bus. Well, you know, ain't nobody going to be willing to mess up their check. Right. Right. That's, that's what I was going to say. And, and that's the thing. That's the thing, bro. That's the start and the end of it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, we want to say that everybody eat both, but you can't take none from my plate. You can't take none from my plate or I'm not going to give up my plate. But that, that's the, 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 the notion of previous shows that we've had. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it just comes down to, yeah, we want to talk all we want to do about moving the culture forward, but nobody is truly willing 
to take that sacrifice or be without to be able to make that happen. And I mean, that's, that's just it. I mean, some schools might cut the music program. Some of them can't afford to. Yeah. Some of them can't afford to. It's top money bringer. Because then what do you have left? Because, I mean, depending on the program size, that's 200 plus students that you're losing, which is 200 plus tuition, 200 plus room and board, maybe. So some schools can't afford to do that. I'm going to tell you right now, if Norfolk State tried that, the way these people around here operate, it would probably be some kind of riot. So it just depends on the school. All right. Uh, We are about to come up on our last topic. I'm going to pin the link in the chat. Uh, so you can call in with us, get up here, talk that talk with us. All right. Uh, so let me do it the right way. I always, I always I mess that up sometimes. Welcome, everybody, to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversation about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. Man, y'all go ahead and type that like that. Type. Tap. How do, you, how do you type like? I mean, you can, but it's not going to do nothing. Smash the like daddy. There we go. Smash that like daddy, man, for today's conversation. Also, please make sure you, you subscribe to the Passionate Network and turn on, turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcasts and networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Podcasts, where you can type in Real Talk That Talk. Last one, kind of along the lines of the last one, um, something that I just was thinking about. And I've had this conversation with my wife a couple of times. Why do we pride ourselves on the getting it out of the mud culture? Why do we pride ourselves on the getting it out of the mud culture? Sorry, I had to retype it. Uh, Maya, since Quan is, is hiding. I mean... My mind is going so many different ways. My immediate thought was, why do the people that's truly from Cedar Hill or what have you be claiming they're truly from, like, the depths of the cliff, like, Glendale Park, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's because it it automatically assumes notoriety or that you've been through something or that you made it or, oh, you done got all this stuff off your back. You hard. You, you, it's, it's just the the ambiance of it all it's loud it's boisterous it makes it appealing why is the loudest person in the comments the one that everybody like whether they agree or disagree it's all the same it's all the same idea we just like to feel as if we made it you know what i'm saying because if i have a story but what you didn't know is that oh i had to walk 15 miles to get to school you, you know like those those stories that our parents told us it made us seem like ooh, you really had to go through something because even even if we at the same spot if we make it to the same spot in life if mine was table fed or if i had somebody that helped me do this down the third it's not as seen as as 
amazing or as something that you really, really made happen if you're not getting it from the mud, if you're not starting from the bottom up. I think it's just what we're, we're, we're what we've been trained to 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 give energy to. It's just I don't know. I don't know. It's sad when we think about it, but I just think it's because oh that automatically mean like I I ups up somebody, I won, I did this, that, and the third, I beat this person, this person, this person, or can't nobody do it like me because I made something happen out of nothing. It makes it a lot more grand than it possibly is or could be. Okay. Portia, why do we pride ourselves on the getting it out of the mud culture? To my point, it's validation. I got to prove myself to you. You know, if I tell you that I got it this way, you're going to respect me more or you're going to hold me in higher regard. Um, you know, that's what, that's what it's about. You know, my struggle made me who I am. But to me, I mean, we glamorizing a struggle. That's, that's not perseverance and glamorizing a struggle are two different things. With my upbringing and the way I grew up, I got it out the mud. I don't ever want to do that again. So, you know, it's easy for people to try to glamorize that. That ain't fun. So, you know, it's weird to me, you know, but it's okay to want better for yourself. It's okay to not want to struggle, you know, like almost to the point where now when I say, You'll say out loud, I don't live paycheck to paycheck. People be like, excuse me. Isn't that the goal? Or is the goal to keep struggling? Because now we've glamorized this thing that ain't even, we shouldn't be glamorizing. So, you know, now the table, the tables are flipped. If you say that you're doing well, you know, it's almost a, a cliche, not cliche, a faux power. Don't say that, you know, that's bragging. No, getting it out of the mud ain't fun, so I don't want to do that. So I'm living like this, thank God. You know, like, I, I don't know, it's weird. The culture is flipped. Like, we want to be able to say, I guess because struggle gets praise. I don't want that kind of praise. It's It's a validation thing. It's... You know, I went through this, so I'm superior or I'm I'm legitimate. That's what it is. I'm legitimate because I did it this way or because I had to go through this to get here. It's weird, but that's how we think as a culture. All right, Quan. Why do we pride ourselves on the getting it out of the mud culture? Uh it's a sense of narcissism as well as it's a sense of uh,
we if we could go back and turn the hands of time and really go to school and do what we're supposed to do, like we would do it. Like we don't want to. And like he was explaining, like he was older in the neighborhood, and he was explaining to us younger, like we were, you know, preteens and whatnot. He was like, "Bro, I've, you know, sat down for ten years and, you know, had my freedom taken away and, you know, so forth and so on." He was like, "That ain't nothing to brag about," you know what I'm saying? Like, but I, but again, when we go back to and speak about settling in the culture, I mean, we're guilty of it. Let, let's be honest: every single person of us listen to a form of rap music. Uh, of some sort. We didn't, we may not be on the hard, but the truth is, man, that's what's glorified at this point. That's what's glorified. Money, women, death. To the point now where we're just to the point where we're glorifying legitimately death. And we don't get that. So, I mean, at the bottom line, bro, what, what we have to start doing now is now that we're enlightened, we need to go back and reach as many people as we can to educate them that we can always do better. That's it. So, um, what kind of what you said, Quan, kind of took me back to the previous thing about the settling uh, versus for fighting for what we should be um, or, or what should be. Uh, but here's another thought really quick. One of the getting it out, the most recent getting it out, the mud phrases that I, I, I connect the two. He ain't swat. And I know we brought it up on multiple occasions about what prime has done for Jackson state and putting Jackson State on the map, what he did for, um, you know, those kids there in that combine. But because he ain't get it out the mud like I did, he ain't swack, so it don't matter. You know, or, or you know, he can't, he can't do certain things because he ain't swack. He ain't get it out the mud. I, I attribute those, those two phrases together. So that's the first thing. But – the other half of that is this, and it's kind of going off of what um, all of you guys were saying. We can talk about, and, I, and I've had this conversation before, not with you guys, but um, we can talk about what everybody else does in order to be successful. We know the whole story. Culturally, we know their whole story. Logistically, we know their whole story between generational wealth and, you know, or they all pull together and pull their resources to do X, Y, and Z. But then we have to glorify the getting out the mud culture. And we don't do a great job of following the footprint of what we see other people doing. Why, why is that? Does anybody know? Why is that? I'm sorry. I missed the ladder. I had a package. Uh, Would you repeat that, please? Which part did you miss? And I'll go back and restate it. Probably the last point that you made. You're ah, just so terrible. Anyway, what I was saying was, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, what I'm saying is we can sprout off 
a spot off everything that somebody else does to be successful. We can talk about generational wealth. We can talk about passing down, you know, uh, funds to the next person, the next person in line. Or we can talk about how other cultures pull their resources together or other sources have their own communities and do X, Y, and Z. And they work together to do this and, and so on and so forth. Even, especially when we start talking about in the, in the, the music community, when you start talking to or you start looking at uh, these university programs, you don't see, and, and I'm just going to use these two as a, as a, as a example. You don't see Texas tech. I mean, you know, they're rivals, but you don't see Texas tech rivaling like UT, like you will have a UT person come in to, to tech and, and do a clinician or just have meetings with one another or just converse with one another to continue to pull resources and build and, and help one another, blah, 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 so on and so forth. So we have all of these examples of what it looks like to help one another and be successful, but yet we glorify the getting it out of the mud culture. Well, I got here. So since I did it, you can do it. You go ahead and get you. You got it. You got it. So why does it, why do we have to do it that way? Why do we make it, why do we do it that way? That's a good question. My thought is, where did, where did it stem from? Like, where does it come from? Because, I mean, I think we're just progressing with what we've been learned or taught or are ignorant to, or, or when we are ignorant to the ability to make that change possible, and to actually bring it to fruition and facilitate that, I think you know, that's the difference there. So when you ask that question, I don't have the answer to it because I want to know, well, how did we get here? You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why, why do we get like this? Why are we like this? Does it come from something? And are we perpetuating that forward by not act- actively changing it? It's because long ago we lost our communities and therefore the sense of community. Um, I hear my mom and them talk about all the time, like what they would do as a neighborhood. Mm. I don't even know my neighbors. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in all my neighbors. That's probably not right. But it's that sense of community. When we had, we had our own communities and we looked out for one another. And so I used to hear my dad say, and my dad is from uh, Mississippi, Wiggins, Mississippi, actually, um, that segregation was not good. Um, desegregation was not good for us. I agree. And I, I, I just, when he used to say that before I became like really educated and like really did my research and looked at this thing, I used to be like, what are you talking about? And he was like, how we held each other up, looked out for one another, held each other accountable, um, were actually a community because we wanted to be and not because we lived in proximity to one another, that was lost in this process. And that led to disconnect. And it led to, I'm going to focus on me and my family and getting us in a better place. And I can't really worry about you because I got to worry about us. So to me, um, 
Yeah. It's our sense of community is lost. And that's physical and emotional. Um, And they still feel a sense of community. They still feel a sense of, I don't go to your school, but... Uh, we're the same type community can be anything us as hbcus don't we don't see we should see each other as a community and you can have a healthy rivalry and still be willing to look out for one another still be willing to offer like i'm not anybody could hit me up about flag you don't have to twirl like the silkettes i'm not gonna say oh guess who reached out to me that's between me and you you need to know something that's why i'm serious about that I mean, your squad gonna not, you know, not doing what my squad is doing. And if I can help somebody out, if somebody want to give me some advice, come on. Because everybody's not against one another. If and to the, that's why it bothers me. This whole Dion isn't swag, but is he helping bring positive light to our universities? Is he putting together combines? Is he adding value to these students' lives? And to HBCUs in general, yes, he is. Because how many other famous people, famous NFL football players have followed him already? And look at how many more will because of what he's able to do there. This is an opportunity for us. But we can't see that right now because he beasting. Now, my thing is, is, is he beasting or are you just not doing as good as you should be? Maybe you should hit him up. Like, what, what? What? Can you give me some techniques? Can you help me? How can I get better? How can I foster these students? There's no sense of community. To to, to, to look to your point, the band directors don't talk. Everybody, you worry about your program. I worry about mine. But is that what's good for the culture, for our community? Is it? Oh, my mind is everywhere. Yeah, so I, I can see that. Take this. Because, yeah. And so, like, um, okay. Maybe this is a, I don't know if this is devil's advocate or whatnot, but it brings me back to, you spoke, you spoke about the, the loss of community, right? But was that loss of community due to potentially, we like to say all day that we don't care about, you know, what how they feel. But we split our wigs trying to hold ourselves like this or at least, you know, within the realm of. So is it that we had to fight tooth and nail to be the token token black person or one who can be perceived as the... Oh, I'm sorry. Y'all, my mind... Ooh. Ooh. This is deep. I can't even finish my thought because them folks in my head, they are all, <laughs> all going off right now. Oh, Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, let them use you. Let them use you. There's something wrong with it depending on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. In these comments. What happened? I ain't right. got nothing to do with this. You here you go. I mean, you know, you can only expect he I mean he still gotta explain why he lied to you. He lied to you. <laughs> All right. So uh let's let's go ahead and bring him in. 
thank you, Rodney. I'm sorry, I just read this comment. That is so very nice. I, we're gonna have to talk offline. Thank you so so much. Who you and and brother brother Charles? Mm-hmm. I was reading the comment. Oh, okay. responded. I just I just saw it. Yeah, you. Yeah, it's been well. You were deep in thought. Have you been there? Remember, I had a package. I had a package. No, it was it was after the p- package. But oh, yeah, one of folks was talking in my head, and I was yeah, you oh. yeah, you had about fifteen comments going on in your brain. No, you good. Oh. Uh, but let's go ahead and bring Justin in, man. All right, here we go. Uh, I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna allow Justin to explain his his whereabouts first, and then we are gonna get into it. All right. Hey y'all. <laughs> but no, hey man, listen. I had every intention on coming to homecoming portrait. Like I tell y'all offline, and I can show you offline the reason why I didn't come. Y'all gonna be like, "What the hell?" Just know it's deep, and I had to change my whole schedule, like the whole of what I'm doing. It's like real, real deep, and I'll show you too, Luke. I think you're gonna, you might, you, it's it's so deep, you might even want to make a topic out of it. You know what I'm saying? So there's a reason why I didn't come to homecoming. I had to change my schedule, and I'm like, okay, it's too late to really get tickets. Started right up the street. I'm gonna go to game. So. That's what it is, but I promise y'all, I would not. You know, it's it's literally, it's so deep that I want to say something, but if I say something about it, like it's gonna start like a wildfire in the bandwagon. But anyway, next subject, whatever. I'm sorry, and I, I'm also mad I missed this damn Missy Elliott thing. I said, wait a minute, hold on. You mean to tell me I'd have got a chance to see them before with the Missy? I'd have been in that rain. Recording my ass off, you know. What I'm saying? Miss, so, Missy was there. Timbaland was there. Trey Songz was there. Pusha T was there. Yeah, it was it was like that. Yeah, I saw yeah, Pusher. Yeah. I I didn't know Timbo was there. Yeah, wow. he came in and gave a speech and um all of that. He was there. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Yeah, I was drove and I seen it. I said, God damn. Yeah, yeah you, you missed a good one. Yeah, I did. You missed a good one too. He said, like, I, I missed it myself. But I was prepared. <laughs> I prepared myself to miss that good one though. I I knew, yeah, I, I, I knew it was gonna happen. So. I, I did I didn't I didn't prepare myself at all for the for this information, but nevertheless, moving forward, there's some good topics. It's, it, it, Dan, listen, I got my notes right here. I'm gonna go breeze through them real quick. Stop when you want to. Uh, first one: Do resources determine the level of band success? I'm gonna flat out say no because oftentimes we see bands would like how you say make a miracle. They're making a miracle. You know, I wouldn't know that y'all don't have as many resources or whatever it is. Y'all just make it work versus you can count multiple bands that have the resources and don't have, don't do half of the job y'all do. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like where I come from. We always made nothing out of something. You know what I'm saying? Without, without the resources. So I, I, I can't even say the resources, you know, some people have resources and lazy. You know what I'm saying? I know bands to this day plan on broken home. And you wouldn't even know that, you know, they did uh, 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 that's a problem that they have. And so with that statement alone, I'm going to say I don't think resources, uh, you know, determine band success, but if they had them, you know, we'll see, could it do better? Um, the, the next one was how we set up for what's, how we set up for what's, what is, instead of, what it was, instead of what should be, how we set up for, I'm going to type it wrong. What is or what should be? That was the question. Yeah. Have we, have we uh, settled for what is instead of fighting for what it should be? I want to play devil advocate and I wanted to say, what if, what should be is actually what is right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I looked at it from a, a different standpoint. Because sometimes, you know, everybody moved the needle about what's what's hot and what's not. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if if this if these people over here think that this hot and they think that this is what it should be, 
can you tell them that they're wrong? You know what I'm saying? Versus, as you know, what we say, what should be off based off of the way it used to be. A lot of times people get caught on what it used to be and saying what it should be. And, you know, I think times change. So I just wanted to say that on that. You know, I'll pick it with that. Um, what it was, um, what does the phrase everybody eats look like in band culture? HBCU culture. That's just band culture. I had a, I was on a podcast two days ago. And people say they want everybody to eat when that's not even the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause if somebody's doing better than you, they're going to find some kind of way to either demean it or find something wrong about it. Like this whole HBCU Dion thing, y'all just, y'all just bought it up. I was telling somebody that I, every, all these businesses are to say HBCU this, HBCU that. You know what I'm saying? No shots. didn't just had an HBCU week. You know what I'm saying? I personally feel like it's, it's BS across the board because – People don't really care about HBCU. They really just care about, about swiping me up, for real, for real, when you look at everything that's popping up because there's a whole lane on D2, everything, the Kentucky State, the Miles Colleges, that nobody really talk about. You know what I'm saying? That even from the sports channel, even to the band, that we don't really talk about this weekend. Everybody talking about Texas Southern and Jackson uh, homecoming. Let Miles and Kentucky State have a game, and nobody not really even talking about it because it's not really the bigger HBCU, you know what I'm saying? So that everybody eats in the in the band culture and I'm going to say HBCU culture, I'm going to say it's a little flawed. I think what's popular, what, what, what's popular eats. And, and when you start looking at everything from a retrospect, you mean everybody ain't popular? Man, listen, compared to, no, I don't want to do that. But compared to the, the smaller conferences, yes, it is popular. And it's sports because Celebration Bowl, what's that? The best of the who versus the best of the who. You feel what I'm going with that? You know what I'm saying? I watch the HBCU and not just bad. But it's not everybody in a sense because, you know, that's just how I look at it. Everybody don't eat what's popular each. That's how I can change that for me. You're over there smirking, Luke. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, whatever you going to say. I'm just listening. The last one I got was, um, I skipped the other question, but do we pride ourselves on getting out the mud? As a person who got out the mud their whole life, one of y'all said something about the college. I mean, I mean about about the dude in the hood who don't want to be the gangster. I think Quan said that. That's real. It just sounds better. You know what I'm saying? Even from the from the music you listen to, got it out the mud. It just sounds like you've been through something versus the kid with the silver spoon. You know what I'm saying? Like me, kid ain't grew up in hand, and I wish I did had the resources or the silver spoon some of the kids across town had. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if I did it with nothing, imagine what I could do with a little a little help. You know what I'm saying? I don't know where my next meal coming from. You know what I'm saying? It sounds cool. Oh, yeah, he thugged it out. You know what I'm saying? From getting girls to having popular status, he it just looks and sounds better. And I don't think that that's crazy to me now that I'm older and I understand more because I, I was wanting to say, you know, get it out the mud because I, I really did it. But ask me, did I want to do it? You mean to tell me, listen, when I seen Hampton for the first time, I said, wait a minute. <laughs> it looked that nice for real, for real? You know what I'm saying? Like, versus everything I'm seeing down here, like, get it out the way. Okay, I know who's going to set that guy up the street. I go to Sony, you know, so I don't have enough money to travel across the world because this is me getting out the mud. But if I had the resource to go see other schools and to see the world, I wouldn't be saying that. It just sounds cooler, but that's my, that's my spell on everything. All right. Um, so I want to backtrack for a second. Um, I, and, and, and I, I don't want to, misquote you so could you go back and just restate what you said about talking about 
what is versus what used to be. Just just so that when I think about my thought, I can respond the right way. I'm I'm saying basically, uh, so the question said, have we settled for what is uh, instead of fighting for what used to be? One can look at it as that what is right now is what's best, basically. You know what I'm saying? What's what's right. Versus, like, I guess old school, new school. Old school feel like, you know, what they used to do in the past used to be right. You know what I'm saying? New school feel like what we're doing, we change this right. Now, vice versa, you know, it, it, that's that's the argument. Some people feel like what's, what is is what is for a reason versus what used to be is what used to be for a reason. So you, there's a fine line you can draw. And I, I may, I'll play a double advocate. I make it feel like what used to be ain't it. So why should we even fight it for? Because what's, what is is what's hot. So that's my thing on that. Okay. Um, the, I don't know that we were thinking about it from that perspective. I wasn't. I, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't. Um, but I mean, just to reply to that, I will say this. I think what is if we're only spe- speaking directly from what we see in front of us and what we have now i think unfortunately and i'm only going to talk from a band perspective i think a lot of what is is kind of misguided and i think that and this in this particular realm sticking or going back to what used to be in some aspects, not all, right? Let's 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 be clear here. In some aspects, um, but I think going back and referencing what used to be, I think will create more diversity in what is being presented today. And I think, in my opinion that also means that you're not settling, right? Because if you just go for what is in this particular moment and people are, like I said, in my personal opinion, are misguided, that means you're just settling for whatever information is given to you. And you're like, oh, well, this is what it is. So, you know, we're just going to settle for it and just make it you know, blah, blah, blah. Versus saying, you know what, I'm going to go and research and I'm going to go and fight and I'm going to see what it should look like and what it should be. And then, you know, I can more than more or less create a better product versus settling on what the product or whatever I feel was hot. That kind of goes back to what I said at the beginning of, of, of the joint, right? Like I can't tell if I close my eyes and you put five bands and once, once again, this is not to, to demean or, or put anybody down. I got to always put that because I don't want people to be like, man, he just hating. No, I'm not hating. I'm just, this is a different perspective. But if I put Southern Alcorn, Altho Jackson in there, uh, mm, mm, oh, TSU, T, Texas Southern, not, not Tennessee State. Um, and I'll throw a wild card out there. Maybe even Kentucky. Okay, Miles, Miles. If I put them out there and I close my eyes, heck, even Grambling this year. Really, real talk. So if I put all of them in one room and I close my eyes, 
And I say, everybody play a song. Would you be, would I be able to tell them apart? I would. It's no, it's no burner, but I would. But I feel where you're going with it. I, I but see, I think you're basing that on volume status alone, right? Because no, I won't. Because you, I, I, every one of those bands have different. First of all, I hear Quint. I know it's not Southern. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, dude, I know it's not. We're gonna have a Quint. So you move out the way. They have Quint. Then you also can go on the tuba dominance. But this shit, Grammy living like that. So. Exactly. But that's my point. Like arranging <laughs> styles, approach to music, like all of them, for the most part, are similar. You're, you're. I mean, in 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 my personal opinion, you're you're breaking down certain instrument sections. But I'm just talking about generally speaking. That's what I mean by that. And I think that in a lot of ways, we're just kind of settling for what is, instead of going back and doing the research and saying, okay, this is what it used to be. How can we incorporate what used to be into what we're doing now to create something different? And that's what I I'm saying. I wasn't even thinking like that. I wasn't like, I, I, I took it so left. But I, I, I feel it exa- exactly what you said. I'm a, I'm a, I guess I'm going to still say that because I know a lot of times, bro, because everybody didn't complain about it. You know what I'm saying? Their program is something that you don't like about your, about your program. And they're still doing that. Why are we still doing that in 2022? You know what I'm saying? Technically, that what used to be. You know what I'm saying? So I will always feel like you got to spike it up some kind of way. But I do agree that some of the, some of the things that used to be was done for a reason and we wouldn't have gotten here if we didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? The reason why we're not maintaining the way bands used to maintain because we ain't doing what bands used to maintain. I'm never going to like say one without the other. So I see it from both sides. I just, I was, I guess playing advocate or whatever, but I do see both sides of it. But I'm always say sometimes some things is the, the way they are for a reason. Now that style loop, which is a question. Some people, with some programs, thinking of band, some program style was just boring. You don't think that that's why they, I guess, either lost a match or battle the band and just, you just thought they're just outright boring. They sound good. They're playing musically. They're playing everything by the book. It's just they're boring. You ever, you ever, you ever had a situation like that? I can name a bunch of programs I think that But way. I mean, here's the thing. A lot of people say Norfolk born. And been saying it for years, even the years that I marched. Well, a lot of people live. That come in, what, what, what conference they come from? They boring? I ain't never heard that about Norfolk. Listen, now, a lot of people say that. A lot of people say Norfolk boring. But a lot of people will continuously say Norfolk got a style all their own. And you know if you hear Norfolk, it, 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 it's Norfolk. You know it without a shadow of a doubt. And they don't. we don't got to be playing behold for it to happen. You just know it. It's it's like Bethune. Everybody says Bethune is born. Tell me one person who ain't said Bethune is born. But you know what you can't take away from them? Their their originality. At the end of the day, they gonna be Bethune. Bethune gonna Bethune. But Gramlin, this year Gramlin is different. They they trip, but I like it though. It's like they 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 still gonna give you the, the kick kick. They ain't gonna change that big old bass drum. They got on the fifty yard line, so they, they still got their style. They just. Add a little different flavor to us. I can't, you can't say that about Gramlin, but I mean, I, being I will, I will say, I will say, Gramlin from a from a field show perspective is, is they haven't changed. That's not going to change. So I, from that perspective, I, I will always, I will give them to now in the stands. You know, I think hey, they they change hey. it, but yeah, hey. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I can go so far as is A and T. 
even though A&T ain't the same A&T that I remember marching against, it's different. It's different, and people are recognizing whether they like them or not for being different. So, I mean, that's that's just that's just I my personal opinion. Say, no, I ain't gonna say that. I'm going to the game on the fifth and see where that all come from. But if you had two between Norfolk or A&T, uh, in the ghetto, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I heard A&T's yet didn't work. They like they sound good, but you talk about boring. I guess it's just a matter of where you're from because they can say the whole conference over. Everything on the East Coast is technically boring if it ain't cranked up. But right. you just like y'all when y'all was on them hard man. Listen, I was, look at that Mighty Rock trip the other day. What? Stop for man. Like y'all have y'all get seen enough too. So I guess that's another thing too. You see, all, all we see is maybe. The older stuff, but like you know, when a, when a viral video do go, or like like I was telling Portia, the damn um looking at actually paying attention to them flags. I'm like, wait, that ain't that ain't easy. They ain't no walking them punk. I'm looking at these dudes like twist, twist. I'm like, oh no, oh, yeah. So it's just a matter of you. You have to be open to pay attention to it. And another thing too, Luke, we got to start. I'm a a whole up. Who are you, person? You know what I'm saying? Because depending on who's saying it. Were you born in the band? Or like you just watched for that band because that band have a legacy of, of, of cranking or being that good, or you probably were just a home in the band. That's a lot of times it goes back to that conversation. But this like with the dude he had on here last week, you know what I'm saying? I like him. Uh, what he said, uh, take no prisoners. Give me him. I, I, I need him out that band. Hey, him? Oh, yeah. Who was on here last week? Yeah, you missed uh, it, Portia. Custom. Custom. Oh, shit. Oh yeah. I need him. him. You see him? That mentality? What? And he's from New York. So I mean, he, he ain't cranking in New York. He we came to Norfolk. He learned something. He just adapted that style. Boy, give me him. So I don't know. It's a matter of who it is. You know what I'm saying? He come in the room and talk. He's fresh to piss out on me. He in the building. So it depends on who's saying it and what. But that boy had a militant, I'm a dog mentality, and I rolled it with it. But you that's custom. That's that's like if you if you know cuss, that's cuss. That's that's who he is all day. That's he been that in way. Band, in, in, if you don't give him a shot, he was a Nerfo band. But I tell you that all the time. I tell you that all the time. I tell you the people who are y'all y'all think that we were just some old pity pat people. That's just not who we are. You cannot use you cannot use my demeanor because the the other part about that there's another side of me that I just don't always let out but you cannot allow the demeanor that you see now to be or 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 even what you see on the outside of looking at norfolk to be the determining factor that we just some old that's i'm, I'm gonna leave it at that that's let me be clear when i say it i don't be i'm gonna say it as in you individuals are soft we talking about the thing as a whole. I hard, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever that make up, but the presence or the persona, the personality of the band itself, when perceived by the quote unquote swag, is like it's not as aggressive as we. De- have deemed the persons in the swag. Now, I truly, I get it. I get it, especially getting to know you both individually. So I feel you. However, I just want to clear up. It's not the individuals. It's the total. I would tell you, I was a saying, I was kind of calm for the silks. 
them joints back in the day was something <laughs> different. Ooh. You talking about the old silks? Hell yeah. I I will tell the story. My freshman year, I can't remember. I think her name was Ebony. That's all I remember. I think her name was that's all I remember. I that's first female beside my mama I was ever scared of. And I and and when I tell you she was she was the 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 uh silk captain. And she told me about how them how I messed up them poles because I ain't wrapped them poles. Boy, she went off on me so bad, and she gave me this look that I was like, oh, "No, I'm good." Nope. They they was like nuts, ruthless. Yeah, ruthless. The band I put it this way, and then I and then we got to get ready to close out. But I hung with custom, dang near the latter part of my years in undergrad. And Custom would always tell me the stories about the years that he marched. They fought every game. Yeah. Every game. Yep. Literally. Yeah. Every anybody game. Anybody could get it. They ain't anybody. And, and, and we tell y'all the story about them Spartan guards. Okay. Spartan I guards. i seen them take big, grown me and now. Matter of fact, matter of fact, that that Virginia State was it Virginia State fight that happened was it 2017? 18. 2018. That was started by a Spartan guard. And that and he had he and it really wasn't it really wasn't that big of a deal when you really watch it as far as what the percussion did dude did. But when you see that little dude, because he was a little dude, when you see that little dude run over in, in less than one second, he was not playing no games. I don't promote violence, but I'm a, all I'm gonna say is ask Tim Ant about the spine guards. Mm. And, and on that note, uh, Justin, my brother, you uh, said it has a suck for y'all. Like you know, like Amaya said, is the perception of the whole thing is like they saw whole time they got some gangsters in there. It, 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 didn't, it, didn't, it didn't suck for me. It uh. didn't matter to me when we. Let me tell you something. When we walked into that Honda. We wanted it with everybody. Listen, we you, wanted to smoke with everybody. If you remember, we, we and we carried it like that. If you remember what Cuss said last week, when he said, and I'm not gonna cuss because I'm I'm really trying my best to to slow down on cussing, but when he it said we, we didn't give it right, we didn't give a f who you were. Nope. I we were very serious. He's very serious about that. That's why we didn't think about the stuff that y'all say. Now about the legion that we were in, or or y'all like man, we oblivious. We, we didn't even know it existed. We wanted it with everybody. When we got to that hunt and they was talking that shit to us, bruh, we was like, all right, holla at us. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> this the kind of shit I like. Come on, <laughs> that was our mentality. So you cuss? <laughs> I ain't worried about none cuss. of that because ain't none of y'all gonna see us. Tomorrow, like 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 we always said, we didn't care if it was Poon Duck Middle School across the field. We, you was we getting was it. gonna blow on them. We you was, was gonna, getting. We it. was gonna show them who we are. We gonna show up in Legion. That's what we gonna do. So that that you talking, we not worried about that. And at that Honda, like like I said, them them flags from that school was in front of us twirling, and we was there first. My section leader said, "I'm not moving," and they kept twirling. And she, and she said, "If you hit me, it's gonna be a problem." And I already knew what that would have been. And that Porsche was T2G. She was trying to go. Doc would have been mad, but we would have shut that whole dome down. <laughs> Malik, I don't that's think that was... That's how we were. Malik, I don't think that was 03. Are you talking about when we were marching back? 
Because if you're talking about when we was marching back, no, that wasn't 03. That was 05. That was 05 from FAM. Yeah, yeah. When, and the, uh, all, the band was marching and all you heard was... <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Uh, let's go. And symbols and sh- was yeah. being put down. Without, without question. Without question. So I think that was 05 that you talking that about. Was 05 that wasn't FAM. that wasn't 03. But what I'm saying is is a video out there on YouTube. I don't promote violence. But A&T tried it in 2017 and got cleared out by one Spartan guard. I got to find that video. I didn't know about that. <laughs> I was very unaware of this one. But, man, Justin, man, appreciate you as always, brother. You know you always bring another energy to this thing. And also another thought process that that uh, we get a chance to actually dive into, man. So Yeah, because I, I mean, I never, I ain't never thought we were soft. I ain't really care. I don't really care, but that's interesting. Yeah. Who shot? I'm glad the crazies was inside the asylum, and ain't nobody know. <laughs> You've been touched by angels. <laughs> but yeah, man. But I ain't nice, nice, definitely uh, talking to y'all. It's just overcoming, you know. And uh, yeah, I don't know who I did with to put all these. Who y'all? Who me. y'all play this week? Nobody. Uh, Wayne Lindsberg. I'm going to Alcon Homecoming. They play Texas Southern. So okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, all right then, brother. Well, I'll be watching your videos then. All right, man. All right, bro. Why did I mute? Why did I mute my mic when he cut out? That was not what I was supposed to do. Anyway, uh, man, this has been a, a good show. Somebody said Tropic Thunder. That is my show, my movie, man. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh, I made a mistake on here. This is not episode fifty-four. This is episode fifty-five. So my bad on that. Uh, hey, man, I was typing quick. Anyway, man, we got to get ready to get on out of here, man. This has been a super, 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 super deep and great episode, man. Uh, I feel the conversation definitely needed to be had, and guess what? We had it. Uh, so on that note, yeah, 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 Malik, it was, it, it definitely wasn't a, a, a three. Not a fight a baby. <laughs> we would. No, nah, yeah. we, we wouldn't fight the baby. We fight the baby um, parent, though. Yeah. We make sure the parent wasn't holding the baby. Right. Yeah. So, you know, there's limitations to that part. But uh let's <laughs> let's go ahead and get on out of here. Uh let's do it the right way. Oh Lord. Who's playing right now? I know that's random. Isn't Dallas playing right now? The Mavericks? I know that's random. I don't know. I know Rockets in Atlanta just got finished. Anyway, uh Maya, any final thoughts, anything you got for the culture? I'm glad that uh, we're all back, right? We all were able to have a show with the four of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm so happy about that. I miss the whole gang together. I'm telling you, this, this band life is so challenging. Uh, shout out to Brother Moore, by the way. He caught, he caught us live. I wanted to make sure I shout him out. Uh, I, I got to get him every single time. May I, I got to tell him every time... It, Brother Moore watches every single video. If he missed it, he going back and watching it. He's commenting on it. He didn't comment on Crystal's show. He didn't comment on y'all show. He commented on this show. He go back and watch it. So shout out to Brother Moore. Uh, and happy homecoming to you as well. Uh, this is this Southern's homecoming week. Uh, Portia, any final thoughts, anything you got for the culture? And we don't promote violence. Um, that's never the answer. Um, thank God for growth. How about that? Mm. <laughs> Progress. 
Um, uh, you gonna be at Allen Springs? I won't be there. I'll be out of town. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but we gotta stop settling. Like now that I thought about that with this topic, um, I guess we would have to find a politically correct way to do it, but we need to advocate for ourselves on all levels, um, collegiate level, um, in education and all levels, we have to stop settling. Um, when we bring world value to the students, to the community and the school, um, we gotta fight for what we deserve. Um, and it won't be easy, but we have to do it because if we don't, we'll continue to get what we always got. And the question is, is that what we really want? All right. Bet. Uh, so first thing I'm going to say, man, is shout out to our new subscribers, man. We had a couple of mo- a couple of new subscribers come through. So, man, shout out to you guys. Uh, if you're not watching us live, it's okay. Because you can go back and you can watch it. And when you watch it, click the like button. It's okay. Also, please make sure you share this information out, share this episode out. Uh, we will have, as normal, have clips going up all week. So you can make sure that you can go back and check those clips out from any of the past episodes that we have. Uh, I think the clips that are out now is the episode on mental health with Brother Deontay Broussard. Uh, so check those out. Um, also, please make sure you can go or please go by the store and check us out at www.realtalkthattalk.com and you can pick up some merchandise from there. Just use the code HBCUBAN and you can get 30% off of your purchase. Also, please make sure you check out the U.S. Bands. Uh, go to usbands.org to figure out when that last uh Battle of the Bands will be. I know it's going to be in November. I think it's November 5th or November 6th, somewhere around there. Uh, but make sure you check that out, man. Also, I just want to say thank you to everybody who was checking us out today. You guys are super dope. This episode was great. Check out the Patreon. You can look inside of the description of this episode and check out the Patreon. Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow. Yay. The ladies are back and in full form. Tomorrow, the feature will be going down. Uh, I know Maya is super excited. She's been calling me every day like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to get back. She, I'm just lying my butt off on that one. But, no, <laughs> she, the show will be back tomorrow, so check out the feature. Also, dive-related band director will be with us on Sunday. And we do have another show, but I'm waiting to get some more information on that. Other than that, man, this has been a great episode, man. You guys, I appreciate you. Uh, for hanging on this long. It's been two hours and 18 minutes and I ain't going to keep you no longer. You all have a great, great night. Thank you for tuning in to Talk That Talk. Find us on social media outlets and YouTube at Real Talk That Talk. Talk That Talk is a brand of the Passion Is Network. You can contact Passion Is at passionis1919 at gmail.com. If you would like to contact the panel of Talk That Talk, email us at realtalkthattalk at gmail.com.